Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. Y'all. Holy freaking heck and Bob, I'm so excited to be back and to be recording today. I could like literally scream, but I don't want to break you all's earballs. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ah, I'm so, so excited. So I've been getting that creative urge, right? First off, the break from podcast recording, it felt so good. I missed you all so much, but I just had to trust my creativity. I had to trust the nudge that I was getting to take a break. My priorities were just needed in other places. And so first off, I want to start this episode by saying, trust yourself, trust your creative flow, trust and really lean into and honor your season, right? Surrender to your season. You know, I'm saying this all the freaking time, but surrender your season. When other things need your priorities, other things need your priorities. And what's really important is that you cultivate a mindset, but also strategically build your business that can carry you through something like that, that can carry you through leaning break, that can carry you through taking a break. I continued to make incredible money. I had another six-figure month. I continued to sign incredible clients, even though I was not consistently creating podcast episodes, right? Was I showing up in other places? Of course. But I feel like we have so much, so, so much to catch up on. Like, (laughs) okay, so back in May... As you all know, I had my first six-figure cash month. Like, holy shit, so freaking cool. And then the next month after that, we were gone on a um, cross-country trip for a month. So we were gone from mid-June to mid-July. And we had our then nanny. She was our housekeeper. Essentially, we asked her if she would be open to staying in our home and taking care of our dog while we are away. And we very hesitantly agreed to her bringing her two dogs here. And when we returned from that road trip, well, let me back up. Let me back up because there was some hard shit that happened while we were on the road trip, right? There was some hard stuff that happened. It's so interesting. You know, I took weeks off. Like I think I took like two full weeks off of business, which just felt so freaking good. So good to take time off. Um, But during that time, some really hard things came up. A client that I love and adore and respect so much randomly messaged me out of nowhere and asked to leave a high-level container. And so I was being called to step into holding a higher standard for my client, but also to stand very firm in my power and my boundaries. And what I want to just like the message that's coming through to share here, y'all, I have literally zero notes for this episode. Like we are blackout riffing right now and I just know whatever is meant to come through is gonna come through. But anyways, through that experience, what I really learned is leadership is not sexy. Like leadership is not sexy at all. Doing the inner work to be a better leader, messy, messy. And a lot of times it is very uncomfortable. But what I wanna tell you is if you are in the midst of something being uncomfortable in terms of, growing and evolving into your next level of leadership and it feels uncomfortable and maybe you're scared and maybe you're fearful, that's not necessarily a bad thing. That doesn't mean you're out of alignment. 
I feel like a lot of people have this misconception that working toward and growing into alignment means that everything is going to feel like rainbows and butterflies. Of course, we're going to have moments of that, but we're also going to have moments of, wow, this fucking sucks and this is scary and I am uncertain and I, I want to feel clarity, but it's not here yet. So there's going to be both. And what I have learned and and constantly seeking to grow and evolve and push my edge when it comes to leadership and being a CEO of, you know, a seven figure plus brand and business is that we really have to honor the duality. We have to honor the duality of, okay, sometimes this is going to be hard and sometimes it's going to be challenging and sometimes it's going to feel really sticky. But damn, I fucking love this. Like this is the work that I meant to do. This is the shit that lights me up. And it's, it's all about who I be as I do all of it, right? Toward the end of our vacation, I had that experience where a client asked me that, which that's the second time it's ever happened in my business. And what I will say is that it will happen to you. If you're in business long enough, that shit's going to happen to you because it's just the line of work that we do. And a lot of people will go through things and they'll want to project it onto you. That's what I will say about that. But anyways, this is going to happen. It doesn't need to mean anything about you, but the first very human thing to do is to try to work it out in your brain, right? Our brain wants to understand it. And the way that our brain typically tries to understand something like this is we create these stories, right? Oh, well, I think this happened. Oh, well, I think this happened. And a lot of times, many people will gravitate toward a story of, oh, well, I could have done something more. Oh, well, I could have been a better mentor. Oh, well, maybe this means I'm not a good mentor. Oh, well, maybe this means this container wasn't good enough. And sure, going down all of those avenues can be incredibly beneficial to improving our client experience. One of the first conversations I had with my team after this happened is, okay, where can we do better? How can we take radical responsibility over this? What strategic things can we put in place to ensure that everybody feels seen, heard, understood? It's like from this experience, even though looking back on the situation, I know with a very clear head and full heart, it had nothing to do with me. It allowed me to step into this next level of leadership when it comes to my company, when it comes to my business, when it comes to client experience. And for that, I'm forever grateful because that's going to be worth millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. And so I had to ask myself those questions. And the other side of this is really like, okay, how big am I going to let this be? You know what I mean? Because I can really sit in those stories of, oh my gosh, what does this mean about me? What does this mean about me as a business mentor? What does this mean about me as, you know, I'm building these very intentional and also incredible fucking offers. I can allow someone else's actions to impact how I feel about my business and allow that to be really, really big. And I can allow myself to dwell in that, right? Because to be honest, when this first happened, like I was really hurt. I was very shocked. It was out of absolutely fucking nowhere, right? Because this client had seen incredible results We'd been together for for quite some time in multiple different containers, so it was just kind of wild, right? And I felt very blindsided by it, so I could have really set in my feels. But instead, what I had to do is I had to take a step back, and instead of my brain trying to create all these negative stories to connect the dots, what I could say is, okay, what if this actually means not a single fucking thing about me? What if this is just a beautiful opportunity for me to have a conversation with my team and to make the client experience, which was really fucking good, even better, Right? What if this is an opportunity for me to really dial in the kind of person and the kind of leader that I also want to share my space with inside of my paid containers? What if this is an opportunity for me to raise the standard? What if this is, you know, you get what I'm saying, right? I can create all of these different stories that feel way fucking better for my nervous system instead of all these stories that point back to me and something missing with me and a problem being with me, right? And so it doesn't matter if you have a very similar situation come up in business. It doesn't matter what it is. 
Literally, you can take key points away from this conversation that is applicable for literally anything that you navigate in business, right? Your brain will try to connect the dots in some form or fashion, but you get to choose the story with which it connects the dots, right? It can be, oh shit, I'm a shitty mentor, or it can be, holy fuck, I'm really good at what I do, and this is an opportunity to get better. And so that happened. I navigated that. And then we come home from our road trip and our house, (laughs) y'all, I laugh now. I can laugh now because I can see the lessons, but I probably sobbed multiple times when we got home. My office like was disgusting. I mean, thousands, I don't want to go into the details because this really isn't the point of this episode. Thousands of dollars in furniture, absolutely ruined. Okay, ruined. And we had to throw it out. There was there was literal pee everywhere. She had just allowed her, I mean, I don't want to go into it. <laughs> I'm saying I don't want to go into it, but just know we hired deep cleaners to come into our home. We threw out there's, I mean, it was just a, a mess. Okay, it was a, it was a mess. It was challenging. I can see so many lessons. Looking back on it now, we immediately let her go. And so we went from thinking we were going to come home to having everything taken care of, to having her support with Xavian, to then having no support, but now also having way more work, way more work to do, okay? So in that season, my business had to take a step back, right? It had to take a back seat. I had to step into the bare minimum. And there's a lot of lessons just in that. What's really wanting to come through is centering this conversation around leadership and how you lead yourselves and who you be. Okay, so we get home to a mess and we have to throw out thousands in furniture. So now, again, we're coming home. I have to scale the number of hours that I I work inside of my business way back. And I have new expenses for my office in terms of redecorating because everything needs an overhaul, (laughs) right? And there's other parts of our house that need the same. And at the same time, I want to make a big investment in my business. And when I say big investment, I mean the biggest investment I've ever made in my business. 40K paid in full for a six-month mastermind. I had so many feels about this. Let me just say this, because this is part of the context. So this also happened in July. I had an income dip. I had a 47K month, and I celebrated that being a low month. I released a lot of shame, a lot of shame to like a whole new level when it comes to income dips. Okay, and I celebrated it publicly. We can link that post in the show notes, but it was just that moment inside of my business and who I be changed everything. Because not only did I celebrate that publicly, I worked through so much inner shame for me, right? I didn't celebrate it publicly to be celebrating it publicly. I celebrated it publicly for me. And I feel like that is something that this industry is really missing. I feel like a lot of people celebrate for the show versus just celebrating in a way that feels good for them. And what I mean by this, like there's, there's no right or wrong to celebrate. There's no right or wrong to celebrate. But if it feels good for you to get a shit ton of balloons and throw a huge party and do it over the top, I think that that is beautiful. But at the same time, if it feels good for you to have a quiet moment outside with your feet in the grass and an iced coffee and then maybe like a nap, maybe the other way around is like nap and then iced coffee as your celebration, like that's beautiful too. There is no right or wrong to celebrating. But the point is, I think what is really needed is the fact that you just celebrate for you, that you're not celebrating just to be celebrating online. You're celebrating and then maybe you share clips, 
because you're just so obsessed with the energy that you want to share. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's very different. One side of celebrating is done with this pressure to perform, this pressure to make it seem bigger and be bigger because you want other people to respond to it. And then the other side of it is you're celebrating because you fucking want to. And then maybe you show people because you just want to share that contagious energy. And that's beautiful because celebration energy is so damn contagious and it will sell out your offers. But it has to come from a place of like really actually celebrating and doing it for you. Okay, so now anyways, we're off on this huge tangent. So I worked through a lot of shame around income dips and pulling back in my business in terms of doing the bare minimum, right? And bare minimum looks like for me, taking care of myself and taking care of my clients, right? So that meant like I had to pull back from the podcast. I had to pull back from the quantity of posts that I'm putting out. I had to pull back on TikTok. I had to pull back on the email list, right? And really just focus in on me and my clients, me and my clients, me and my clients. And so if you ever enter seasons like that in your business, that's okay. There is a mindset that you need to cultivate to carry yourself through that, but also a strategic business, right? Strategically business-wise, there are things that you can do to set yourself up to carry yourself through that. Now, I worked through the shame. I celebrated publicly for me, for me, in a way that felt so damn good to me. And so I moved through that. And then on the same month, all of these things happened, right? In terms of us coming home to this disaster, I had a low income month. And then I said, I'm looking at this decision of of investing and I know I desire it. I know I do to be in this mastermind. I know I do. I know it's a desire. But damn, does it feel sticky and it feels like an edge because of all the things that are currently happening, right? There's a low month. There's thousands of dollars in furniture that needs to be replaced in our home. And then there's this investment that I want to make, that I desire it, that's going to push my edge, that is going to be so damn exciting and activating and nerve wracking And I desire it. Damn, I desire it. It's not from a place of need, right? None of my investments are. They're all from a place of desire. And so I really had to ask myself in this moment, who do I want to be? And how do I want to lead myself through this? Through all of it. I had to ask myself that question every single one of those situations when we came home to the mess. Who do I want to be and how do I want to lead myself through this? Am I going to allow this to be so damn big that it paralyzes the other things that I want to do that I don't take the action because I'm in my feels about this? And that doesn't mean bypassing your experience, bypassing your feelings. It means you allow yourself to feel the things, but you don't allow it to be so big that it holds you back. And so I asked myself that with the situation. I asked myself that with the low income month. Am I going to allow this to create shame for months and months and months and months and months? Because that's happened before in my business. Or am I going to look at this as this is just a fucking moment? Like, and we're good. And we are good. And then I'm going to make this decision from a place of desire. And so, of course, I said yes, because that's who I desire to be. That's how I desire to lead myself. I could create 10 different episodes on things we talked about inside of this one episode. But more than anything, like I, again, I don't even know. Actually, I don't even know what we talked about. (laughs) I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to this, this episode or have my team listen to it and pull topics that we touched on so I can then turn them into act like full-blown podcast episodes because I just knew today I needed to turn on the mic and I needed to sit down and I needed to have this conversation with you all because it was wanting to come through. And so the other thing that I want to share with you, the other takeaway here is like if there is a conversation that is on your heart that you want to have, there are a lot of pieces of this conversation that didn't feel full circle yet. They still felt vulnerable. They still felt not necessarily sticky to share, but like sort of, but it was wanting to come through so loud. And it was wanting to come through so loudly that 
it was almost blocking other areas of creative flow, right? And so if there's that one thing that you know you have been really, really wanting to share, that voice is like so damn loud now, like share it, share it, share it to the point where you can't think about anything else in terms of creating, right? It's like, I know because I'm sitting down to share this podcast episode and I'm just turning on the mic and I'm just having this conversation and I'm getting the ball rolling that my creativity is gonna skyrocket for my Instagram content for my email list, for all the things, because I'm sharing the conversation that was so loud and clear that wanted to come through. So watch the magic unfold. If you're listening to this and there's something that's been wanting to come through for you and wanting to be shared, share it. Do it scared. Do it scared. And then watch the magic unfold. Okay. I love you all so damn much. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be back. I just know so many juicy things are gonna come through for the podcast now that this has been shared and it is out in the open and in you all's ears. Okay, I love you all so much and I'll see you next week. Bye y'all.